It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. The post-Afghanistan world is beginning to take shape. Of course, we're always looking at allies Hi, and alliances. Today. And just yesterday, President Joe Biden announced the formation of a new three-way alliance with the UK and Australia to counter Chinese aggression in the South China Sea. So President Biden again made this announcement. Uh, It is officially AUKUS, A-U-K-U-S, so Australia, United Kingdom, United States, AUKUS. And uh, President Biden remarked uh, and made some remarks around uh, the relationships, a longtime strategic alliance that we have had with these countries. Oh, Australia, the U.K. and U.S. partnership, AUKUS, it sounds strange and all these acronyms, but it's, it's a good one. AUKUS, our nations will update and enhance our shared ability to take on the threats of the 21st century, just as we did in the 20th century. Together, our nations and our brave fighting forces have stood shoulder to shoulder for literally more than 100 years. Through the trench fighting in World War I, the island hopping in World War II during the frigid winters in Korea, and the scorching heat of the Persian Gulf. The United States, Australia, and the United Kingdom have long been faithful and capable partners, and we're even closer today. The president went on to say our greatest strength, of course, is our allies. This, uh, this is about investing in our greatest source of strength, our alliances, and updating them to better meet the threats of today and tomorrow. It's about connecting America's existing allies and partners in new ways, and amplifying our ability to collaborate, recognizing there is no regional divide separating the interests of our Atlantic and Pacific partners. I think it's one of the tests that the president is really trying to showcase in this new partnership, this new alliance, uh, again, which is based on a very old set of alliances between the United Kingdom and Australia and the United States. Uh, And I think that's going to be a test because uh, many in the wake and the aftermath of Afghanistan are wondering if uh, you, the U.S. really can be a trusted ally, a trusted partner in uh, these things as it relates especially uh, to China uh, and to other tough areas and tough challenges around the world. Uh, the president went on to say that we're building this alliance uh, because of the strategic location, so that peace and freedom in the Indo-Pacific, uh, knowing that all of that is going to impact things around the world. Today we're taking another historic step to deepen and formalize cooperation among all three of our nations. Because we all recognize the imperative of ensuring peace and stability in the Indo-Pacific over the long term. We need to be able to address both the current strategic environment in the region and how it may evolve. Because the future of each of our nations, and indeed the world, depends on a free and open Indo-Pacific enduring and flourishing in the decades ahead. So that was President Biden yesterday uh, introducing AUKUS, Australia, United Kingdom, the U.S., security and defense uh, efforts there. And today, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, uh, outside uh, and no longer in front of a Senate Foreign Relations Committee, 
uh, laid out some of the specifics in terms of the AUKUS security and defense priorities. Through AUKUS, we will significantly deepen our cooperation on a range of security and defense priorities, including by strengthening our joint capabilities and interoperability in a number of key areas, cyber, uh, AI, quantum technologies, additional underseas capabilities. UK Prime Minister Boris Yeltsin, uh, of course, a uh, critical part of this negotiation and this alliance coming together, uh, said that Australia really was the natural partner for this alliance. Again, part of that is geography, where they are placed, and uh, talked about the fact that they will receive nuclear power submarines as part of this agreement. Only a handful of countries possess nuclear-powered submarines, and it is a momentous decision for any nation to acquire this formidable capability, and perhaps equally momentous for any other state to come to its aid. But Australia is one of our oldest friends, a kindred nation, and a fellow democracy, and a natural partner in this enterprise. I do think that's important to recognize that uh, this will be Australia's first uh, set of nuclear submarines, as uh, Boris Johnson rightly pointed out. Uh, There are only a handful of countries that possess nuclear-powered subs, and so that takes Australia into a little different status, I think, in terms of the world stage and international affairs, to be sure, and especially in this critical region where many do look to China and have uh, many worries and a lot of hand-wringing going on. Uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin today uh, said that they they do want to have a constructive relationship with China, but uh, they're not going to be blind to some of the Chinese aggression happening in the region. While we seek a constructive, results-oriented relationship with the PRC, we will remain clear-eyed in our view of Beijing's efforts to undermine the established international order. So I think that's uh, also important that uh, the United States is is not just trying to uh, turn a blind eye in terms of what's going on in China. It's a very difficult, very complicated uh, set of interactions, and it's one of those where sometimes you're uh, with them and sometimes you're against them. Uh, and that's sort of the, the world that we live in today. And I actually think it's one of the real critical leadership qualities for the 21st century is knowing Uh, When you have an ally and when you have a strategic alliance, uh, we've talked about it before on this show that uh, when it relates to China, we we have to go head to head with them as an adversary when it comes to so many things like human rights and religious liberty and uh, copyright infringements, patents and so on, intellectual property. Uh, And we also need them as an ally in dealing with uh, places like North Korea and so there are going to be unique and challenging things to be sure as it relates to China. But I think this new alliance between Australia, the United Kingdom and the U.S. flexes a little bit of muscle in terms of the region. And I think that's an important part of where we need to go next. Also important for us to keep in mind that next week, President Biden uh, will gather uh, leaders uh, in an informal partnership, uh, the United States, Japan, India, and Australia. Uh, those will all be at the White House for an in-person meeting, which I think is another way that the administration is seeking to sort of turn the page in terms of foreign affairs and foreign relationships and, and start moving things on to what is coming next. And so we'll be watching that again. That, that'll be uh, next week in Washington, D.C. at the White House. We'll have the United States, Japan, India, and Australia together 
again, demonstrating sort of that resolve and a little bit of unity in dealing with the aggressive components of what China is doing while still maintaining those connections in terms of economics and other things that uh, impact their countries as well. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, Senator Mike McKell is going to join us. We're going to talk about what can we regulate, what can we not when it comes to big tech. Senator Mike McKell joins us coming up next. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 